year after year we have been seeing good friday and easter in every one of our lives and i'm sure you have been listening to easter messages and easter stories and we have been listening sermons on you know eternal hope resurrection of the dead empty tomb the road to emmaus the, the doubting thomas and the stone rolled away there are many stories and many messages we would have heard but uh, two days back i was just going through john at the chapter same chapter we read john chapter 20 and 21 i found there are few significant truths these scriptures are dealing with concerning the resurrection of our lord and savior jesus christ i also realized not only the seven words that jesus spoke at the cross but also the words spoken after the resurrection of lord jesus christ are so significant and amazing in in our lives especially john chapter 20 and 21 these two chapters record some of the conversation jesus had between some of his beloved especially mary magdalene and some of his disciples you know even before the death of jesus christ when jesus saw the multitudes word of god says you know he moved with compassion because he found they are like sheep without shepherd and we see the same tone of lord jesus christ even in john chapter 20 as well as in chapter 21 you know that gives me a courage that gives me a little comfort because our lord jesus christ when he was living on this earth he was living to meet the needs of the poor the needs of the hungry the needs of the widows and orphans those who are you know oppressed in the society but even after resurrection we see the lord is having the same tone he has not changed that gives me an assurance even today he is the same because word of god says our god doesn't change he is an unchanging god he is an eternal god from everlasting to everlasting and he was the same yesterday and he is the same today and he will be the same even tomorrow that gives me a comfort that and it says it tells me that i can still trust in the lord so we have gone through chapter 20 we read that you know i want to title my message today i am so blessed because he has risen i am so blessed because he has risen you know we see the risen uh, the, the risen savior meeting four different types of needs of different individuals in chapter 20 and 21 you know if you can turn our attention to verse 11 of john chapter 20 we read here but mary stood outside by the tomb weeping as she wept she stooped down and looked into the tomb and she saw two angels in well in white sitting one at the head and other one at the feet where the body of jesus had lain then they said to her women why are you weeping she said to them because they have taken away my lord and i do not know where they have laid him now when she had said this she turned around and saw jesus standing there and did not know that it was jesus jesus said to her women why are you weeping the first need the lord jesus was addressing there was the emotional need it was an emotional need of this precious woman mary magdalene in john chapter 2015 we read jesus saying women why are you weeping 
if you want to know little background about this woman Mary Magdalene if you can read from Luke chapter 8 verse 2 I can read it for you Luke chapter 8 verse 2 says a certain woman who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities Mary called Magdalene out of whom had come seven demons you know such a woman she was living such a life it she was possessed with the evil the demon and Jesus ministered to her and the, all the seven demon came out of Mary Magdalene Luke 8:2 and it also says he healed her out of the evil spirits and infirmities that also shows that she was sick she had some kind of infirmity in her life she was such a precious noble woman god healed her jesus healed her and jesus cast the demon out of her and we can see here the motion that she carried in her mind in all that she is looking for lord jesus she knew that jesus died and his body was buried and now she came as the custom that she came to do whatever she supposed to do at the tomb of lord jesus christ and she found this tomb was open and she went inside and she saw the body was taken away and she had all the reason for a cry there because she was totally moved emotionally because she was already hurt because they have killed and crucified lord jesus christ but now she was at least thinking that she can find the body of lord jesus but now she couldn't even find that and she was emotionally hurt she was emotionally moved and jesus knew that she was emotionally emotionally hurt and she jesus is asking her woman why are you weeping why are you weeping jesus can understand our emotions you know at times it, it looks strange because he is god can he is such a big great god can he understand my emotions can he understand what i am going through on this earth you know at times we have that question we have the doubt jesus can perfectly understand our fear our anxieties our pains and our sorrows our feeling you know sometimes we feel totally neglected jesus can understand our feelings you know it is easy for to go for someone to go and get the access to lord jesus and to tell him lord this is what i am going through in my life and he can perfectly understand it why because word of god says so let's read from hebrews chapter 4 verses 14 to 16 hebrews chapter 4 14 uh, to 16 word of god says seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast our confession for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses but was in all points tempted as we are at without sin Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. 
Word of God clearly tells me that I have an access to Lord Jesus Christ. I can go to the high priest because Word of God says who, who has gone through, who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. I do not have such a high priest but I have a high priest who can sympathize with my weaknesses. That gives me a freedom to go to Lord Jesus at any point, at any moment in my life. Because Jesus was emotionally wounded too. He was emotionally wounded that we may receive emotional freedom or emotional healing in our lives. You know when they mocked at Jesus saying hail king of Jesus, king of Jews, you know obviously they were mocking at him. You know they mocked at him and said come down from the cross and save yourself and save us also. One of the thieves said that he was just mocking at him. You know they mocked at him and they they, they said you know you told you will build uh, destroy the temple and build it again in three days just do it now and show it to us they were just mocking at him and they mocked at him by putting the purple you know uh, gorgeous garment upon him and they were just mocking at him you are the king now save yourself and word of God says Jesus was absolutely he was silent he was not even telling a word he was just keeping himself quiet he was ridiculed and even they spat on his face because he went through he was a man he was a perfect man and he was a perfect God he had all the emotions that we carry today and he was going through that as he was approaching the death at the cross he went through all the emotions we can just name them under the heaven today and whatever we are going through we have a high priest who can sympathize along with us who can understand all our feelings so Jesus perfectly understood what Mary was going through at that moment. She was just broken. She was a broken vessel there. She was just crying and weeping. And Jesus came there and Jesus asked, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Why are you weeping? You know, today our God can understand all our feelings. You know, sometimes when we go to God, you know, we just appear to be a gentleman and gentlewoman in front of God. We just go go and, you know, tell, pray as if nothing has happened to our lives, right? So that's what we do with people. You know, when even though we have emotional problem within us, we have so many issues going on in our life. But when we meet somebody, when they ask, how are you doing? We say, good. Perfect. Everything is going on well. We seldom say that no, nothing is you know going well. We are you know I'm in trouble. We don't say that. But we've just put a very good figure appearance in front of people. We don't want to say. We don't want others to know what we are going through in our life. But sometimes we do the same thing with the Lord also. We come and we tell him, Lord. I'm okay, everything is going on well. Please do this, please do that. But then if the Lord can talk to you back and he'll say that I know what kind of mess your life is. He can talk to us in that same way. Because he knows everything. And he knew very well what this woman was going through. So today the lesson from here is, you know, for us to go, when we go to the Lord, just go to him openly and tell, Lord, I'm hurt. When she spoke to me in the same way, it wounded my heart. When he spoke to me this way, it just wounded my heart. I'm not able to handle this. Lord I know it I know you will understand me perfectly and our Lord is expecting that because he knew that Mary was deeply hurt you know some of us may even find it difficult to handle with some of the stress that we handle every day in our lives because of the children and the pressure and the family around us 
and this society there is so much of pressure in our lives at times but God expects us to come to him and tell Lord this is what I am this is what I am going through our failures our disappointments there are certain unsettled disputes we carry in our life every day Lord this is what I am dealing with Lord you take care of it oh God misunderstandings in families you know there are so many things happening between children and parents nowadays you know in the midst of all this God expects us to come to him with an open heart and tell him Lord this is what I am going through in my life and our God our Savior Jesus Christ can perfectly understand because he knows our emotional need today secondly we see here as the risen Savior as he appeared to the disciples he found their spiritual need he found the emotional need and secondly we see he found their spiritual need if you can read uh, verse 22 and 23 of John 20 and when he had said this he breathed on them and said to them receive the Holy Spirit if you forgive the sins of any they are forgiven them if you are retained the sins of any they are retained so here we see the Lord God addressing their spiritual need and he said receive the Holy Spirit you know Jesus not only understood the emotional need he also understood the spiritual need of the disciples you know in 2nd Peter chapter 3 verse 9 Word of God says, Second Peter, chapter three, verse nine. Our Lord, <coughs> you know, sometimes we, when we think about the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, today people say that the Lord is coming and coming. But then, when He is coming, where He is coming, there is a you know answer to it. We see that in Second Peter three nine, the Lord is not slack concerning His promise. It's not that the Lord is not not caring about His promise, saying that He is coming back to this world, as some count slackness. It's not, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. You know, it shows the concern of our Lord Jesus Christ to our, with respect to our spiritual needs. The Lord is patiently waiting, that's what the word of God says, but he's not coming to this world for the second time, because word of God says when he comes to this world as a second, when the second, for the second time, he will, is going to come as a judge. He came as a savior to redeem the mankind, but now he comes for the second time, he is going to come as a judge to this world, to judge the sinner, the wicked, and the good because that's what the word of God says now he is delaying it not that he is slack about he is slack, he is slack not because of his slackness but he does he is not willing that someone should perish you know God is giving opportunity to every one of us thinking that he or she my daughter my son will come closer to me one day God is waiting and giving an opportunity because he needs he understands our spiritual need in first Peter well, chapter 2 first Peter chapter 2 verse 2 word of God says first Peter chapter 2 verse 2 Let, let's read from verse 1 therefore laying aside all malice all deceit hypocrisy envy and all evil speaking as newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby 
we are talking about our Lord being concerned about our spiritual needs you know what here Peter is writing he is saying that let's throw everything aside let us focus on the word of God let's grow in the word of God let's drink the word of God as a babe as a child drinks the word of God is a, as a pure milk you know today if you see the world the world wants to get carried away by experience of people you know by emotions even in the church even in the worship service you know there is so much importance given for the experience of people and the emotions they see in the churches one way it is good but in the other way word of God restricts ourselves to align our lives to the word of God and to go by what the word of God says God needs meets all our spiritual needs he's not he's just you know delaying his coming to this world because he wants us to grow in the word of God as newborn babes desiring the pure milk of the word of God you know we become we should grow in the word of God that's the expectation of our Lord and we need to mature spiritually in some other place word of God says we should become good soldiers to fight against the evil desires and the evil schemes of the enemy how do we become good soldiers how do we get strong and deep root in the word of God as we study the word of God as we listen to the word of God in 3 John 1 2 we read beloved I pray that I can read it for you 3 John 1 2 beloved I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers 3 John 1 2 beloved I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers so what does it mean God is addressing our spiritual need there if we keep our soul the spiritual condition of our soul in one side of the balance the other side of the balance we see the blessings of God the health that he offers to us the prosperity God offers to us one side you keep our soul one side our we, we you know accordingly how much our spiritual you know the soul weighs according God blesses us with the spiritual uh, with the uh, with the you know material and the you know blessings of this world and the health and wealth in this world God is more interested in our souls need being met in Matthew 6:33, we know the verse seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all these things will be added unto you Matthew 6:33. you know God is expecting us to seek godly things first God is expecting us to give importance to godly things first seek God and the things the rest will follow because that is very important here we see God addressing the spiritual needs of the disciples and today we are thankful to God because he cannot he, he can understand not only our uh, not only our emotional needs he can also understand our spiritual needs and God has opened a way for us to go grow spiritually it's because of his resurrection he's not dead anymore he's risen Lord the moment he came out of the tomb we see he is addressing to the need of the people and he is the same today he is addressing our spiritual needs I am happy today because God can help me to grow in the word of God God can teach me things God can show me things and I am sure I will be able to walk uh, do a victorious living on this earth because of the resurrection of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ thirdly God is addressing the material needs the same chapter John 20 or we need to move to the next chapter John 21 verse 5 
when Jesus died and he rose again the disciples they thought it's all over Jesus came and then we all enjoyed three and a half years with him we saw the fascinating miracles Jesus performing and now that everything has come and then he has gone and he has gone back to home now that let's start let's go back to our own profession we say we read here the word of God says in verse 3 chapter John 21 Simon Peter said to them I'm going for fishing now that was my profession three and a half years I just forgot all the fishing now I'm going back to fishing and they said to him we are going with you also all the other disciples said let's all go for fishing they went out and immediately got into the boat and that night they caught nothing and throughout the night you know they were just toiling in the sea and word of God says they got nothing I don't know whether there were no fishes in the ocean or they utterly lost their skills of fishing but over the entire night they got nothing and word of God says which was for but when the morning had now come Jesus the risen Savior he stood on the shore yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus because they said they thought you know even though Jesus appeared to them but still I'm sure they were all doubting him they were not they were thought they thought that the body was taken by somebody else and they because they were afraid the moment they saw it's a they thought it's a ghost it's a ghost they were afraid and even Jesus was standing there they couldn't recognize that it was Jesus verse 5 says then Jesus said to them children have you any food have you any food and they answered to him no and he said to them cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some there so they cast and now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of fish moment they obeyed the word of Jesus they got so much of fish and verse 7 says therefore the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter probably John said to Peter it is the Lord the moment they found the miracle they recognized it is the Lord now when Simon Peter heard this it was the Lord he put on his outer garment and he plunged into the sea in order to to reach him and here we see Jesus meeting their material needs he's asking them children have you any food have you any food you know there are three basic things which we need any human to live on this earth the food the clothing and a place to live these are the three basic things we see here the Lord is addressing the need of the disciples even at that moment even at that moment you know if it has other spiritual significance but straight away if you take it from the word of God they were struggling all through the night now Jesus come there he came there and he's addressing their needs you know in first Peter 5 verse 7 first Peter 5 7 says cast all your care upon the Lord he's not just meeting our emotional needs he's not just meeting our spiritual needs he's also meeting our material needs as we live on this earth Philippian, uh, Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 says Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 gives us a good encouragement today for those who are going through you know some of the tough times in our lives Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 it says be anxious for nothing be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God 
why he is writing saying that let your request be made known to God because who is sitting there on the other end who is listening to us on the other end he is the one who can perfectly understand us because he knows our material needs he knows our needs today if we lack something all that we need to do is ask God Lord you know there are many many testimonies you can share in now your own life and I can share in my own life the way things we happening we ask Lord Lord I need this I need this not just I want to live in luxury but this is something which is basic need for me to live I need a job I need a house I need this and that and the Lord gives us because word of God says so if you need something don't be anxious about it but just ask the Lord in prayer and he will give it to you and we know this very famous scripture of our Lord Jesus Christ Matthew chapter 6 Matthew chapter 6 25 onwards we, we could have, don't read the entire uh, rest of the chapter but we read few verses there and I'm sure it's, these verses scriptures will minister to us this morning Matthew chapter 6 verse uh, 25 therefore I say to you do not worry about your life what you will eat or what you will drink not about your body what you will put on is not life more than the food and the body more than the clothing look at the birds of the air for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into bonds yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not more of more valuable value than they which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature so why do you worry about clothing consider the lilies of the valley how they grow they neither toil nor spin and yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these now if God so clothes the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven will he not much more cloth clothe you O you little faith therefore do not worry saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink what shall we wear for after all these things the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knows that you need all these things but seek the first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you our Lord is the one who meets the material needs you know sometimes we are so concerned about our children their studies their future and things like that but the fact is he is more concerned than we are he is more careful or he is more caring than we are today all that we need to give we need to tell Lord I give this to you you handle it for me it's no more I can do anything about it it's all about you yeah, Lord you do it Lord and you can handle it better than I can handle it the Lord is risen and he is able to understand my material needs finally the eternal need the eternal need in the same chapter John 21 as Jesus was meeting these disciples <coughs> John chapter 21 let's read from 15 verse 15 he got the fish and the disciples they you know he Jesus cooked the fish for them and he invited the disciples to come and have breakfast so they all had breakfast together at the morning 
And Jesus said in verse 15, So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, I, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. And again, third time, verse 17, he said to him the third time, Simon son of Jonah do you love me probably Peter was you know kind of disturbed Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time do you love me he said to him Lord you know all things you know that I love you and Jesus said to him feed my sheep finally not just the emotional needs not just the spiritual needs not just the material needs our Lord can also understand the eternal needs and here Jesus is telling the disciples especially to Peter take care of my sheep what does it mean it's not just only you take care of my people you know always the concern of Lord was about the multitude even though he had 12 of them with him always he was always concerned and moved with compassion when he saw the people roaming here and there like sheep without shepherd and now even before he was taken up into heaven he is calling his disciple and telling them there is so much of eternal need the people are perishing in this world I want to take them to the eternity that's the reason I came to this world to die on the cruel cross can you do it for me you know have you seen some of uh, some of our fathers or great grandfathers or somebody else when they were in the their deathbed they call or they invite someone and tell them can you take care of these things you know I remember my my own family my my mother she had uh, even when she was at uh, the little age she lost both her parents her dad and her mom and three girls little girls they were just growing together before the death of my mom uh, sorry my mom's uh, mother uh, she called um, she called her brother my mom's uncle and she handed over these three little girls they were at the age of four five or six or something like that so she handed over these three little girls to her brother and told him can you just take care of these little girls you know what uh, my uh, grandmother's brother uh, he did he didn't even marry in his life because he wanted to take care of these three little girls so he took care of them and without even marrying till the end of his life he just made sure they all got married and they all got settled you know people do this because it's a commitment when when someone is about to die that they request that help Jesus before before he was caught up into heaven he is calling his disciples and asking him tend my sheep can you feed my sheep can you take care of my people and God is looking into our eternal needs today it's not just it's only about us getting into eternity Jesus is concerned about our family he's also concerned about our fellow believers he's concerned about people who are living in the society you know that's the reason we are sold out to God today now that's the reason we are out there telling that our time is available for you our money is our wealth is available for you my health is available for you everything is available for the society in order to build the society not that you know we need we want to build the charities we want to build education institutions of course they are all part of it but then the concern is to make sure they can reach the eternal life they can reach eternity 
with the Lord because the eternal hell is so severe and it is so thick we don't want our beloved to fall into the eternal hell and suffer eternally we want to make sure they they reach eternity Jesus meeting the needs of the eternal and we read that in Mark in the same scenario when Jesus was standing there before he was taken up into heaven and we, we read that in Mark the last chapter Mark chapter 16 verses 15 to 18 Mark chapter 16 verse 15 and he said to them go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature the command the commitment the the, 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 the expectation of the Lord from the church today is to serve God Almighty go and preach and baptize them so that they will be away from the eternal hell and in Matthew 28:19, he's also saying go and make disciples go and make disciples train them and teach them nurture them and let them grow in the Lord so that they will be able to reach the eternal life you know since the Lord is risen he is meeting today our eternal need not only in the need of this world even into the eternity so today I'm happy because I know my Savior is risen because he's able to meet because of his resurrection I know that he is alive today and he's able to meet my emotional needs he's able to meet my spiritual needs he's able to meet my material needs he's also able to meet my eternal needs and word of God says he has also given us authority to do that in, in the same chapter Matthew 18 20 verses if we can read later you know God it says God has given us authority when we want to do something when we want to work with the people to make them eternal to make to qualify them for the eternal life we see God is given as the authority what kind of authority he has given verse 8, 18 Matthew 28 verse 18 and Jesus came and spoke to them saying all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth and he's saying in his authority he's saying go therefore and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the father and son and the holy spirit teaching them to observe all things that i have commanded you and lo I am with you always even to the end of the age you know that is a promise God has given us and he's sending us into the world to minister to people and make them so eligible to the eternal life and God is helping us today here as he has risen we our needs are met our emotional needs our spiritual needs and our material needs our eternal needs are met and I don't think that's an, can be another blessing which is greater than this all this what we talked about today our resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ even though it promises us a hope in him even though it promises the resurrection of our own body one day when we die because Jesus has risen the death has been swallowed up by his resurrection and the same thing is going to happen to the church when we die we will rise again with him and we will rule with him eternally but as we live on this earth God is giving us all these blessings as he was giving these blessings even on the day of resurrection when he rose from the dead today it's a courage for me to move further because he is alive today amen